Collective Voice Productions. Liberal Arts Entertainment. Welcome to another episode of the Crow and Dave Show. I'm Crow. Joining me is my understudy, Dave. Not your understudy. So another episode, and once again, you owe me an apology. What do I owe you an apology for this time? Well, you know, the first time I was right about that, uh, the butt egg fella. And they just released a poll that said 38% of Americans contracted the coronavirus from Corona beer. That did not happen. Just but, because you know, 38% of the idiots believe that the Corona beer can give you the coronavirus does not make it a fact. Well, have you ever heard the phrase perception is reality? Yes. Okay. This is their perception. That means it's a reality. That's not what that saying means. To me, I think this is just like the president's chickens coming home to root because he gave the virus to the Mexicans to use it on China and it backfired. Did you say coming home to root? Yes. Well, it's coming home to roost. And no, it's 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 when they when they come home and some other animals have moved in and they're like having to root their way back in. So they, they have to come home and root, root, root back in to find their spot. No, chickens don't root. Speaking of animal sayings, have you heard the one about the the wolf in sheep's clothing? Yes. I have two questions on this. OK, first. How does he get the clothes in the first place? I guess he breaks in the house and just rummages through their closet. Also, wouldn't he need a sheep mask too? Because his wolf head is going to be poking out of the shirt. I mean, even with a turtleneck, they're going to see like his like wolf fangs and stuff. So I'm not sure that the sheep's clothing really works. That that's not a real thing. That's an that's an idiom. That's a uh, that, that's what you call me. No, I call you an idiot. Sheep and, uh, don't wear clothes. They're animals. You understand this, right? Animals don't wear clothes. It's it's an idiom about how you know um, a, a wolf can can get in with a bunch of sheep. It's a, just a saying about how bad people get in with good people. So it's it's like the wolf trying to make love to the sheep. Um, what I what I mean is is that he's just Take the wolf completely out of it and think about it like it's a an evil person or someone with ill intentions that's mm -hmm. attempting to invade a group of good good-hearted people. So so basically it's a person in the that, that steals the clothes from the sheep and wears the clothes. No, sheep don't wear clothes. Let's get up uh, Let's get to the uh, the coronavirus here again. Okay. There are shortages of uh, the hand sanitizer, and that's that's really sad because it's, it's such a good hangover cure, and and now I can't get it anymore. Hand um, sanitizer as a hangover cure? Oh yeah, it works. You should try it. You just squirt a few drops uh, between your cheek and gum. No, that that's poisonous, and people shouldn't do that. You know, they're also running out, though, speaking in the, the sheep with the clothes, they're running out of those masks. And let's be honest, though, the virus knows it's you under there. 
you, you ain't fooling nobody. It, you know, the, the virus knows who you are. So just wearing a mask that you ain't you ain't tricking nobody. So these people in their masks that think that, you know, you're not getting away with something. You're not wearing the mask to attempt to fool the virus. You're wearing the mask because it keeps you from putting your hands in your mouth or in your nose or on one of your openings that, you know, the virus could breed into. Like your butthole? Yeah, I was watching C-SPAN the other day. Do you know about C-SPAN? I'm familiar. Well, they, they were they were doing a show about abortion. Um, you know, I don't really care about abortion. I've never had one myself. I know you had one a while back. Women have abortions. But you had one too, remember? Because you you went to the doctor. You could you said you couldn't walk for a couple of days. I had a vasectomy. That's not an abortion. I think I think that's what they call it, because basically, it like blocks up the man from getting the fetus. Yeah, I don't want to get graphic Men here, but get fetuses the- anyway. Men don't get fetuses. That's a woman thing. It attaches to the uterus. Men no, don't that, have uterus. Again, I don't want to get graphic here. The fetus comes out of the man and goes into the woman, and that's how babies are made. So when so a vasectomy is a man abortion. Okay? No, it's not. <laughs> they were talking about whether abortion should be illegal. And the one part where I really disagreed with the Republican guy was when he said that he would not allow an exception for babies born from rape and incense. Incest, not incense. No, no, it's it's incense because what happens is they like that that smell candle, and then the woman she she can't control herself because of that scent, so she can't consent because the aroma of the incense incense just overwhelms her. So that's why they call it you know rape and incense because incense is basically the same as rape. No. That's not even close to right. The Republican wackadoo you're speaking of, he's talking about incest, which is when kin people mm-hmm. do the deed, disgusting as that is, and the woman becomes pregnant from incest. Like that time I took a shower at your house. No. Mm. Um, so I guess we, we had incest. No, we did not have incest. What I'm talking about is more like would related people have sex. Oh yeah, we didn't we did we didn't do that. No, we did not do that. Do you think Nazis have gotten a bad rap over the years? I don't. I think they've gotten less than the bad rap that they deserve. Well, see, here's the thing. People are going around punching Nazis and you know, I get it. The Volkswagen is a terrible looking car, but, you know, Bill Chevrolet made ugly cars and nobody punched him. So I think just because the Nazis made this bad car, I don't think that's really a reason to to punch them. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Volkswagen really is that terrible. Are, are you somehow confused with like the the child's game of punch bug and why would anyone punch a Nazi? Yeah, because what happens is when you see a Volkswagen, you become so enraged at the Nazis who made it 
you're just compelled to punch somebody. And 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 so and it's like, you know, that car is so stupid because of those Nazis and then you punch them. That's not how that works at all. So it's time for my favorite part of the show, Ask Crow Anything. Um, I also want to announce that we have an email for listeners who may have questions. It's crowanddaveshow at gmail.com. That's crowanddaveshow at gmail.com. So uh, just type up your question, uh, print it off, take it down to the post office, give them that email address, and they'll shoot it right over to us. Don't do that. I'm I'm going to venture out on a guess and and say that our listeners um, understand they're a little smarter than you, and they know to go to their email account and and send it to crowanddaveshow at gmail.com. They can tweet us. We are on the Twitter mm-hmm. at Crow and Dave SHO1. At Crow and Dave SHO1. I'm, I'm wondering if I should use the Twitter to, to post uh, things about incense. Oh, you should. Yeah. And anyone that follows us will definitely understand uh, when, when you're doing the, the tweeting versus when I'm doing the tweeting. So. Mm. Okay. Is, that, is that incest when we're both tweeting no, from the same account? No. No, 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 we won't be talking about that anymore. So in lieu of the the uh, emailed questions, I'm going to ask, this is going to be with me one more time, and then we're going to get to some of our listeners. So I would like to get your take on daylight savings time. We just sprung forward um, the other the other day, Saturday night and into Sunday. So what what is the crow take on daylight savings time? Well, the the thing is, for from my understanding of it, that's where you go around and you change your clocks. Yes. To me, I find that unnecessary work. Um, I own a lot of clocks. It's it's a huge inconvenience. I don't think there's there's really any benefit. I mean, and and the other thing I don't get is, you know, you you got to stay up till like three in the morning to change your clocks. And that's why people complain that they lose an hour of sleep. But I lose a lot more hours because I usually go to bed, you know, at, at 10 or 11. So I'm sitting up till like three o'clock in the morning to change all of my clocks. And so, yeah, no, I just I just think it's it's a waste of time. So, so why don't you just set your clocks forward an hour before you go to bed? Uh, no, because you have to do it at the exact moment of the change or or else it's like a y2k thing it like short if, if everybody doesn't do it at that time it creates like this whole every the whole system shuts down the the grid everybody loses power it's it's a it's a nightmare you know everyone sets theirs for before they go to bed okay um i would like to to uh, see if i could get a deeper understanding from from crow about dog parks I don't like it. Let, 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 let me let me set, tell you why. I don't think that dogs should be driving. Um, so I don't I don't think there should really be any need for that. I, I think if you're going to let your dog drive, it should be like, you know, maybe around the cul-de-sac. But, you know, because, again, now they're also taking up parking that other people could use. And so, yeah, you've got people driving around in circles and they're like, when is one of these dogs going to pull out and open up a space? And it's just, 
again, I think it, I think it's very dangerous. Okay, well, dog parks are fenced-in areas, usually adjacent to a municipal park that you would take your dog and, and let them play. It's not actually dogs driving cars and, and parking them. They have parks where you take municipal, because I take it because it's got it's a good source of fiber. That's Metamucil. Anyway, okay. Um, and and last but not least, um, I, I just want to see what what Crow thinks about food allergies. Food allergies are a myth. Uh, it's it's completely made up. It's people who seek attention. So well, the reason I ask is is my wife has a, a gluten allergy. Yeah, you see, again, that that's that's a myth. You know, I knew I knew a guy one time. He was like, I have a peanut allergy, right. and I knew what this was about. I knew he was full of crap. So what I did was I put some peanuts in his lunch. And so he, uh, he, he, he apparently found out about it because he started putting up this, this big show and he was like, uh, uh, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And then he like jabbed himself with a pen and then he was fine. So it's, it's just all, it, it's all made up. It's, it's called, it's what they call pseudoscience. Pseudoscience is food allergies. And that's what you're telling us. That's what I'm telling you. So don't believe anybody that says they have a food allergy. As a matter of fact, what you need to do to help them get over it is just like rip off the Band-Aid. They say, I'm allergic to lobster. Gluten. Put say some gluten. lobster in their food. So so I should find some gluten? Yes, and give it to and then And then you tell her after, and she's going to be like, oh, see. Where would I find gluten at? I guess they sell it at the uh, at the at the grocery store. Okay, it's it's right beside the uh, the country crop. Well, thanks for listening to another informative episode of the Crow and Dave Show. Next week, there's going to be a bonus episode. Dave and I are going on a road trip, and Dave is going to record me, Crow, in my natural habitat, all of my observations and my my thoughts. And you know, just kind of see how I react to things out in the, out in the wild. Are, are you excited about this, Dave? How can it be your natural habitat and in the wild? Well, that's what they say about animals when they're out in the wild. That's their natural habitat. Okay. Well, I I am excited about it. I'm anxious to see how many episodes we can pull out of a couple of hour road trip each direction. So yeah, I, always I, interested to see uh, your take on the general public. Until then. Active Voice Productions. Liberal Arts Entertainment.